Welcome to the raft. First episode. We're idiots. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. What you guys can't hear that we just we we at this point we've edited out already is uh we're new to Discord and it took us probably a total of 35 minutes to even figure out how to, to get the bot to record this so that we could use it and post it. So anyway, welcome to our first episode. Yeah, uh yeah. I'm LJ and this is KB and we are the raft. Um KB, where are you from? I'm from Tampa, Florida. A uh sunny place for shady people. <laughs> I'm the East Coast kid. How about you? Uh San Diego, man. I wasn't born here, but um but I've been living here most of my adult life. Um Yeah, it's I uh out there, man. I got to come visit. You know, I've been all over the world, bro, and uh uh it's the it's the only place like this. The only place that I've found that's even similar was when I was in Perth, Australia. Um, nice. So that that's the only thing that's even compared. And I've I've lived in I lived in Florida for six months, but n- nothing in the United States is really Florida's close. But uh, I saw an alligator walking down the street when I was in a cab there, and. Yeah. Uh, e- Florida is not the same. <laughs> you guys have alligators just walking around. I remember saying to the wow. cab driver, like I pointed it out, and the cab driver was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like, yeah, that's just that's how it is. That's how things go here. That's not yeah, bro, if, you, if, if you go from Tampa to Miami, probably the easiest way to get over there is uh, you have to go through this little place called Alligator Alley. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's Florida for you, man." I love reptiles. I've had a bunch. I've had monitors and and all that. Um, that doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't matter how much you love animals, it, it, especially if you're from the West Coast. If you see an alligator just chilling, walking down the street, yeah, it, it, it'll change your whole your whole outlook on your neighborhood for sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. We got a got a. Interesting stuff in Florida. We're like the we're like the Australia of the United States with wildlife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You get yeah. killed. You get off real quick. Take a little stroll through the woods. Bad move. Yeah. Well, I'm not trying to go missing in Florida. So if I do come visit, <laughs> I'm probably just gonna hang out with. I'll stay. I'll stay real close. We'll yeah. just lock, lock arms or something if we go into any swampy areas. I I can handle, I can handle, you know, venturing out into the wilderness, but I don't trust swamps. Yeah, they're sketchy, bro. The Florida man, Florida man headlines. Yeah, you type in your birthday on Google, you can get your own Florida man headline. You can see what happened on uh, your like a like a news article for something that happened. <laughs> It's so funny, dude. Yeah, and they're probably still not half as crazy as the stuff about Kanye right now that's actually accurate. Oh, dude. My man needs to just stop talking at some point here. Yeah. It's a buddy of mine who's Jewish texted me, I want to say, I want to say it was yesterday morning. Yeah. Uh, 
at like 6 a.m. Let me see. Yeah, 6.46 a.m. He said, bro, Kanye is wilding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it gets worse every day. I saw him on the... And and just to be clear for all of our Marvel M MCOC fans out there, you know, we're not, we're not going to, you know, make a, a habit out of diving into politics on this show. Good God, though. I saw him on on uh alex jones he's right like i don't follow alex jones but everyone saw the um the the clip with him nick fuentes whatever and nick fuentes and alex jones make a, an entire career out of saying outrageous stuff right alex jones is is almost the king of conspiracy theories and stuff like that yeah Alex Jones's eyebrows raised so many times when Kanye was talking. He was just I, I was watching him and and his eyes are getting big and he's trying to cut to commercial or whatever he can do, like switch yeah. to an ad. And there was even a couple times where his eyes got big and he said, Well, I disagree with that. And it, it's like, bro, if you got the biggest conspiracy theorist in America raising his eyebrows and and openly disagreeing with you and trying to cut to commercial because he doesn't know what to say uh, things are off man you might not need yet. to not good <laughs> go talk to somebody somebody that doesn't have a microphone in your face you just need me to stop posting and talking to people for a bit yeah wild bro wild <laughs> yo if you ever told me if you ever told me that in 2023 that Will Smith was going to slap Chris Rock and Kanye was going to be praising Hitler, I would have told you that you were crazy. Just, I don't know, some of the stuff that's happened this year is wild. Wild. Yeah. It's like we're still trying to recover from 2020 and then yeah. 2022 is like, hey, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. It's like I thought a global pandemic was hard to wrap your mind around. It's like, what do you mean he slapped Chris Rock? Yeah, what they were hanging out at like Waffle House or something? No, no, it was yeah. the Oscars. It's the Oscars. <laughs> like, bro, what do you mean? A man channeled his inner doom and slapped the soul, slapped the soul out of him. Yeah, it's just this year has been nuts, bro. Hey, speaking of uh, speaking of this year, before we we start losing all of our fans that we might have, um, <laughs> <laughs> let's 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 start let's start with the most recent thing, huh? Uh, how was your Cyber Weekend, bro? Fantastic! Cannot say enough good things. Uh, I duped Wiccan. I pulled Scorpion. Hmm uh scorpion was the biggest one i've been hunting him for a while it was kind of like the my it was a miniature version of my hercules hunt um mainly for that synergy with craven and agent venom dude makes agent venom just an absolute monster scorpion is a beast too you know super interesting like his immunities and, and his pre-fights um uh, dude is just an absolute tank and so i used a science gem on him so now he gets a little heal. He steals some of the regen. If your opponent tries to heal, he siphons right. it off to himself, um, which makes him like the tankiest science champ, probably. Besides, me, I mean, maybe behind like Captain America Infinity War is a beast. Yeah. But, um, yeah. 
Yeah, and then just a ton of rank ups, dude. I ranked up Gallon to rank four, Kitty Pride to rank four, um, Scorpion rank three, Valkyrie rank three, uh, Duped Silver Surfer, which is good because last night Two Extreme and I agreed to have a little prestige battle and see who can get the higher prestige. Um, and Two Extreme is a hoarder. I know we mentioned it on J Axe's show. Yeah. But my guy has so much resources. All he needs to do is is spend them, and he'll beat me. But for now, I'm going to enjoy it. So um, <laughs> Silver Surfer's going up, and Valkyrie's going up. They're going to both go to rank 4, SIG 200 ASAP. Yeah, two, two extreme and Shahari. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got a stash too, man. Good God. Wait, what are you... I don't even know. I don't even know how many uh, five stars, six stars he's got saved up, just ready to pop. But what did he say? He was his goal was. I don't know. It was ridiculous. Like it was fifty six and fifty six stars. Yeah, and he yeah. wants to record it so we can put it on the show. I yeah, like, oh, I'm recording, man. I, I'd love to see it. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I I want to I want a front row ticket to that. I I've never in my life. In in all the almost eight years of playing this game, I've never had the willpower to hoard like that. I mean, maybe I'll stack something after like a Cyber Weekend or July Fourth, and I'll have some stuff saved up. You you've seen me do it before. I think when I was going for Shang Chi, I did something similar. But I, I mean, we're talking like fifteen six stars. That's it. You talked about uh, you talked about Scorpion and his awakened ability. I've been sitting on the fence. I've got this from that last, um, that horrible rift side quest wow. that we had. Candy. I did. God, it was so bad. Kabam, if you're listening, please don't ever do that again. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, and I'm saying this as somebody who did land on a few other things here and there. I think on each account, I landed on probably three other items the entire month. But on my main account, I landed on that um, that six-star awakening gem crystal, and I pulled science. So I'm sitting on uh, a six-star unawakened cap, Infinity War, uh, Scorpion, Spider-Man 2099, and I'm still waiting to pull Quicksilver. But... You know, Quicksilver, he's he's cool. He's not, he's just not somebody that I, I'm well aware of how good he is. But, you know, you just have those people where it's like, it's not necessarily my cup of tea. Even if I sig him up, awaken him, take him to rank four, I just don't know if I'm going to be using him all the time. You know, I, I love using Cap. Human Torch, I use constantly, but he doesn't even... He doesn't need the awakening. No, not at all. So, I mean, I've pretty much narrowed it down to Cap, 2099, Spider-Man, or Scorpion. And I'm so tempted to just use it on Scorpion. But, you know, I've heard over and over again that he doesn't really need it. But yeah. what, you're, what you're talking about, getting the health back from the regen. I had, I had three science gems. So the second I pulled him, I knew he was getting one. I'm holding right. the one of them for Void, and then probably Quicksilver will get the other one if I can ever pull him. Um, I wish I wish they'd let us trade. You know, like yeah. maybe tw twice a year you get one 
one friend that you can trade a champ with. Oh, I would, bro. I'd give you my six star ghost and void. He's a beast, man. He's really good. I hate. I just since I don't have him, I hate going up against him in like in uh, battlegrounds. Mm. He's just kind of, he's just all around a pain. Good immunity, only incinerate immune. The reverse power gain, reverse regen. Kind of ridiculous. Are you jumping into battle battlegrounds more now? Mm. Honestly, I feel like I played more as season two. Season two, I was grinding it pretty hard. But it, right now, I just it's hard to find the time. Like we've had, we've had family over for Thanksgiving and stuff. They stay with us for like two weeks, and my nephews or nephew and nieces want to hang out and stuff. So I don't, I don't really have time to like sit there and grind battlegrounds. Although they buffed the store and everything, so I, I need. I need to get on it. So yeah. I don't really have the time. <clears throat> well, they're giving us so many different avenues. I, I this game has never been. I, I guess um, it's never been in a place where the grind was so worth it. I guess is the only way I could put it. It's it, you know you've got incursions. You, they updated AQ uh, or uh, glory loyalty. Now they got the battleground store, and then if you got the sigil, you know that just multiplies everything that you're allowed to trade in. But I've never, I mean, since we've started, I, I got the game right after it. I mean, a couple months after it dropped, and I don't remember a time where it was so beneficial to dump so much time into it. The problem is with all these different avenues, we do have shit to get done yeah. in, the, in the week. This month was great. It was very minimal effort for max rewards. The the payout for this side quest this month was ridiculous. I think I did better. I got more out of the first two runs on this side quest than I did the entire last month. Yeah. Yeah, 100%, bro. Especially that elder difficulty. Mm -hmm. that, that thing is money. Oh, it's so great. And and it I, I didn't find it to be... The only thing in that elder difficulty that was tough was the uh, the Ant Man, but it's only because I didn't read the node. <laughs> like, oh I, yeah, we got a power sting on him. Yeah, bro. I went through on one account. I cleared every difficulty. Um, it was like the second to last week or something like that, where you shoot off, and then there was like five, six champs to fight, not yeah. just the the three before right. you hit. Shuri or uh, Atuma, and I, when I went back and read the node, when I switched over to the other account, I like slapped my forehead because <laughs> I I just sat there and had 15, 20 minute fights with with Ant Man. Just it, I, it was just I, I was like I don't understand, and it was maybe I just hadn't had my coffee that day, but it was so stupid. As soon as yeah. I read the node, <laughs> as soon as I read the node, I was like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, it happens, bro. They did. That was one thing I liked that Kabam did this year, like a quality of life improvement. So if you pause it in the middle of the fight, you could yeah. read the nodes again. Yeah, and that would be a problem with me because I'm playing, you know, with the baby and she nose dives off the couch or something. I'm like, oh, shit, I got to pause the game. And then by the time I jump back into it, I forgot completely what I was doing. So it's nice now if I jump back into it, I'm like, oh, yeah. These were the nodes. That's easy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Good job. Yeah, I, I think um, which Kabam employee? I, I'm, I'm spacing it right now. Which one's the one that's in charge of? Is it Zero? 
Kabam um, Zero is the one that's doing the quality of life, right? I believe so. I would trust your your first instinct because you know them way better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is, unfortunately, Kabam Mike for, you know, not the most positive reasons. And, uh, yeah. Shovel Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of Shovel Dad. Yeah. I know him because of you. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've complained about any any Kabam employee more than Kabam Shovel Dad. And it's funny because nobody nobody really knows who the dude is, but you know, he's his team is is generally in charge of what is it? Uh compensation, offers, uh rewards, all that kind of stuff. The stuff that we basically grind for. Yeah. And I he he just got on my shit list because it was just one crap thing after another. The offers were bad. The offers were a joke. The rewards were shit. Um, and then the compensations. I I'm still I'm still a little sore that 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 big compensation we got. And I remember everyone saying, <clears throat> everyone, um, you know, you go through the YouTubers comments, um, and I'm always curious enough to see if anyone's ideas are reflecting my own or maybe if it's just me i mean sometimes it's good to, to have a little perspective checker you know when you get because it, our community unfortunately has a really bad habit of just kind of going on these witch hunts where like we just want to burn down the world you know we get yeah. a little upset and somebody's like you know you saw it with the seven stars and with the relics and and the ascension just the minute that stuff was brought up there was a firestorm on the internet, on YouTube, on, you know, whatever. Everyone saying, I'm going to quit the game. This is the end of the game. It's like we've had this conversation 80 times in the last yeah. eight years, you know, probably 10 times a year. We have, we have discussions about how it's the end of the game. So <clears throat> I do like to check the comments. Uh, sometimes there's a voice of reason and something that maybe I didn't really consider i i really hate i really hate when when there's something that's that's valid um and you know kt1 or prof or you know rich you know and they're questioning from a valid standpoint you know it's something that kabam to kabam kind of shit the bed on and and then you've got these these comments well just quit then this this don't play um, or, or, you know, all you do is complain. It's like, you know, closed mouths don't get fed. Yeah. You know, if we're not addressing these things that are, that are legitimate issues, valid problems, valid complaints, then they, they just keep collecting our money and they don't fix anything. Right. Yeah. Makes so sense. it's just, it's such a, such a dumb thing. Whenever I see that in the comments, it's just. I, we talked about it on the other show, you know, it's like people were complaining about She-Hulk and then you've got people saying, we'll just stop watching the MCU, then it's easy. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> that's not, that's not how you fix things. Yeah. So I, but, you know, we got hit with that, you know, quote unquote, big compensation. And it, it's like, it's cool. Thanks. But it wasn't anything mind blowing for the what year and a half we put up with problems, and the bugs yeah. are still there. It's still not a fix. You know, they didn't fix the game yet. It's still broken. Yeah, it maybe not be as bad as it was around that time, but it's 
sometimes it's still really bad. That's my beef with Battlegrounds is like you've got these inflated inflated PIs for defenders, HP. That's already tough. It already sometimes feels like end game content almost that you're trying to pack into a two minute fight. And then, you know, then you have dropped inputs and uh, bugs. Nothing and, enrages me more than when I start a battlegrounds fight and you miss the first parry within three seconds. I'm at 70% yeah. health, guaranteed lost the fight. Yeah, yeah, done. Yeah, you're well, already done. Yeah. And then, so did you take that survey that they just put out? Yeah. The most recent one, the battleground survey? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just went off about this, the, uh, the victory shield thing. I, I, this, what's my biggest beef with battlegrounds? My biggest beef with battlegrounds, I, I don't, I don't like the whole elder mark thing personally, but I also think that the whole need, the necessity to even have a victory shield is bullshit. It just shouldn't, in my opinion, it shouldn't be a thing. Personally, I don't see how it's really going to affect the competitive level of the game. Certain people are just going to win more fights than other people. Yeah. You know, re regardless, the top people are always going to be on top, and the top modders and cheaters are always going to be on top. Um, so the average guys like us, we don't need to be losing our progress right. if we lose it. If we lose a match, I think it's yeah. absolute horseshit. There's no reason for that. I There's, agree. you know, I'm somebody like me, somebody like you, the average person that's just trying to get some fights in here and there. Um it's not going to be so detrimental now maybe up on the top level it's a way to sort of balance the scales a little bit but i just don't see it i don't i don't see the relevance of losing your progress i don't understand in any way how the, how that's gonna especially when the game is full of cheats and modders yeah you know i think the fact that they can't fix the cheat the cheater modder situation and it and it becomes it, it continues to be uh, a constant problem in this in this mode as long as it is a constant problem in this mode i don't think that we should lose our progress if we lose a match you know maybe you, you don't go forward sure that makes sense you don't progress good but to lose yeah. to lose your token because you lost a fight or or you got to spend 90 units to protect and mm. and it's just insurance is all it is yeah chris rock said it years ago he said they shouldn't call it insurance they should call it in case shit you buy it in case <laughs> shit happens but if shit doesn't happen you should get your money back and and that's, that's kind of how i feel about this this victory shield thing it's like we're buying it assuming that something might go wrong just as protection or insurance and then how much more bitter and resentful do we get when when we use them and then we win and it's like well i just wasted 90 units yeah yeah i think or it has its place i think like you said like in the gladiator circuit like once you've made it out of the zone with all the peasants like us and you're mm -hmm. up there with the top dogs and and then it, it is strategic and i think that's you know pretty cool because it is expensive so it's hard to justify i mean some people are going to blow units on it regardless and probably have a victory shield up every time because of whales but when you're in bronze silver gold platinum i agree you shouldn't we shouldn't 
lose our progress because you lost a fight. Once you're up there and, and you're in the competitive bracket, yes, it should be competitive as shit. And there should yeah. be, you know, more strategic nuances like victory shields and stuff like that. It's cool. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's kind of kind of bullshit being down in the peasant tier. Yeah, for a while, it... dude, I, for a while I, I didn't know the first two seasons, actually. I didn't know that. So say you get like the last season, I think I got to gold one or or platinum no gold one i got the gold one and i didn't know that if i lost say i'm in gold one right and i lose 10 fights in a row i thought it would drop me back down to like silver two yeah and so <laughs> and then i was like in the chat i think with two extreme actually and i was like bro i only fight when i can use a victory shield because i don't want to drop all the way back to silver and he's like you can't do that I was like, my mind was blown. And I was like, damn, I'm about to start grinding the shit out of these things. Yeah. <laughs> I I think it's it's also too is that that ability to to lose those tokens though, I, I think is probably this is one of those situations where you see where Kabam's trying to make money. And you see it a lot, you know, you work in real estate and construction and stuff and, and, and I've worked construction off and all my whole life. And there's an expression that you hear all the time on a construction site, it's stepping over dollars to pick up pennies. Yep. So they dumped all this money, they dumped millions of dollars into developing this game mode, right? And then they're gonna they're gonna do these quick little money grab bullshit moves with the victory shield and the the problem is that i think that they're actually deterring a lot of people from playing because we don't want to lose our progress and a lot of us aren't going to spend 90 90 units on just a victory shield just so that we can bump up to you know bronze one yeah. <laughs> oh so then what you end up getting is you you end up getting people that only use them if we get them for free yeah. Um, or we just decide that we're just not going to play the mode, you know? And so, that I mean, there's times with me where it's like if I'm going to sit down and spend time on the game, if I'm having a, a busy week, it's not going to be top priority. I love the store, and I love getting to, to spend stuff in the store, and that's great. Um, but if, if I'm only going to be earning 200 and 600 of those credits to use in the store it's it's like i'm not i'm just not going to do it i'll find something yeah. else to do especially if there's other stuff coming up like cyber weekend where i need to save units for things yeah that's true that's a, yeah 90 units is expensive it's yeah it's it's exploitive is is what it yeah. feels like <laughs> it, it's it feels like straight extortion it's it's just it's such an obscene amount for for something that may or may not help you who knows yeah and this whole game is a gamble but i was gonna say you didn't tell me how your uh cyber weekend went you just kind of started going off yeah <laughs> <laughs> well this is what happens when 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 we have a podcast right after coffee so yeah, i get definitely. i get off on my tangents first <laughs> um it was good it was um it was moderate compared to any cyber weekend i've had in other years um so my my girl and i are you know we work from home and we have our own businesses so you know sometimes you gotta 
you got to be an adult and prioritize budget a little bit more <laughs> just when i think that i'm like not going to spend on uh cyber weekend you know then she surprises me with a little gift card so it was it was and then i also had a, a friend that felt bad for me that i was uh budgeting this year and 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 he sent me if you guys don't know who i'm talking i'm talking about kb so kb kb <laughs> we were talking real quick bro yeah yeah he he felt real bad for me that i wasn't i wasn't gonna be uh wailing out like i usually do and yeah bro you usually are the whale you buy out everything yeah usually usually um so there was a little bit of fomo this this year you know i'm not gonna lie but um you know budget is budget and sometimes you got to do it but it was it was still good it was still good i had um i had one rank four on my main account um and i had two rank fours on the other on the other account not even close to a third rank four on on my nova account on my lj account um i had one rank four i was getting close to a second and now i'm i'm just a hair away from three rank fours on that main account so and i i also took a bunch of people up to rank three um i finally got to take uh captain america infinity war to rank three i've been waiting for that one for a long time he's still one of my favorite science champs um took warlock to rank three took scarlet witch sigil to rank three black widow clairvoyant who i've duped naturally uh <laughs> dude i think Most she's like duping the game <laughs> oh my god it, it's so painful to dupe her but i've i've duped her i can't remember what featured she was in uh but it was a few featureds ago and i just kept pulling her over and over and over again so she's she's at rank three now and she's right. almost she's almost got she's almost up there with uh my doom who's a rank four now but she's she's almost got the same pi as doom and doom's like a sig 20 something like that but yeah um there was somebody else too i don't i don't remember who else but i'm mostly in any of my openings i mostly pulled dupes you and me have both been pulling miles a lot yeah um and then i i think i duped uh, hulkbuster and uh, i think my my only big pull that i got from this cyber weekend was uh havoc Nice. He he was in a Nexus, and I don't even remember who else was in the Nexus. But yeah, I went with Havoc. I just I, he's good in battlegrounds. Yeah, dude. So I know I need to awaken him, but uh, it was between duping two other people or awake or uh, pulling a new Havoc, and so I went with the new. Yeah, good uh, choice. Yeah. So, but now I'm I'm a hair away from. I just need a little bit more. Uh, tier six basic then i'll have another rank three so i'll have my three rank threes that i need for paragon on the main account nice so, so it was good man i can't complain it was it was budgeted and it, it's it stung but i was grateful to have you help and then my beautiful amazing girlfriend that i don't deserve 
Yeah, bro, no problem, man. I wanted you to be able to participate. And then I felt bad because I hit I hit you with that huge text. I'm like, oh, this is so amazing. And you're like, I don't think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna uh participate this year. And I was like, nah, hell no, bro. I'm sending you some money. You you gotta get in on this. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a game changer. She kind of hit me with the same thing. We were just sitting there and um and usually every year I drive everyone in the house crazy. I've got two kids, girlfriend. We've got family and friends, but um, Cyber Weekend rolls around, July 4th rolls around, and every morning I'm having my coffee with, uh, you know, with Rich the Man or KT1 or Prof in the background and just listening with my morning coffee to the, the predictions. So this is about a week before these events. And then the days getting close, I'm just on YouTube, on YouTube, you know, like like watching them enough is gonna tell me exactly what's there and um and then the morning of so that i can see what those yeah. those deals are and then i do i just go crazy i just get i get everything and i just ball out but on two accounts especially it's That's it gets tough, expensive bro. it gets expensive yeah, yeah. but it's so fun <laughs> <laughs> it is and i'm not much of a gambler at, and in like a, a, at the casino or anything absolutely not i'll just keep my money but i open up this damn marble contest of champions bro and i am an, a gambling addict every yeah. single time i'm like oh i'm about to get something good three-star group i'm like fuck all right <laughs> yeah it feels it, sometimes this game very much very much feels like like you uh you walked into the casino and you put 20 bucks on a blackjack table lost your ass immediately and then you get pissed off and you're that guy that brings his rent rent money back to the casino to try and yeah. and the funny thing is like at least in the casino we can win our money back you're not going to ever win your money back here if you <laughs> basically all you're going to do is just drop more coin instead of getting money back it's a it's a moment of satisfaction that's that's yeah. what we're running back to the casino for it's just that momentary satisfaction it's just i just need i need something to alleviate the pain that i just got from pulling that groot karnak Car karnak yeah god yeah <laughs> yeah it, it's so funny to me when people uh defend karnak too like well, he's actually good now You've seen me leave comments on Instagram when people are like, he's actually good now. And I'm like, that'll be your little secret. Nobody yeah. knows that because nobody's going to use him. Yeah, that's your, that's your perspective there, pal. No, I guess you yeah, no. good skill champs. <laughs> Nobody cares. I'm never going to use that dude. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't care if I naturally dupe him as a six star all the way to SIG 200. I'm never going to use the dude. Yeah. I don't. It makes no difference. He's a suck ass character, and Kabam should be ashamed of having put that dude in the game at all. I don't know. Sometimes I, I wish I could just get in the DeLorean and go back in time and just sit in on a couple of those interviews where they're pitching some of these characters. It's like, oh, you know what? They're gonna blow their minds are gonna be blown. This month we're dropping Karnak. This month we're dropping Airwalker. And there's some guy that never read comic books going, who? Yeah. And then there's guys that did grow up reading comic books that are like, who? <laughs> I, I, I grew up I grew up reading comics since 
three. I think I was in third grade. So I've been I've been a Marvel fan since nineteen ninety three. I think. Yeah, there's definitely some characters that they brought into the game. I had no idea who they were until they got here. Yeah, yeah, I've had that happen too. And I I used to think that I was a pretty. I mean, I wasn't diehard. Like I don't have comics hanging up around my house or anything or like any. I actually right. don't even have any comics. But um, the last one I had was that Old Man Logan. A buddy let me borrow that one. That's a really good read. I don't I don't know if you ever checked that one out. I haven't read that yet. That one's that one was really good. And the story about young Thanos. Those are the last two. I, I felt like I had a good grasp on all these characters. And then uh, yeah, sometimes MCOC. Yeah, they drop them like what? The, who the fuck is that? <laughs> sometimes they drop them, and I and I just think to myself, of all the obscure characters, and then you know the Marvel crowd and the MCOC crowd, you know is is pretty one and the same. I don't want to say that the Marvel crowd or the MCOC crowd is toxic, but there is some toxic stuff out there. You know, if if you stay oh, on yeah. the chats or if you go through the comments section, which is, you know, if you if you want to get fired up and pissed off, just go through enough comic comments. You know, you're gonna find some heinous stuff in there. But <laughs> but there's there's always a couple people that are so quick to like, you know, make some comment about how they're gonna burn your mom's house down because you how dare you talk shit on some obscure random comic book character that they decided to make into a champion i somebody like like spot i remember i said something about spot and it it wasn't even i you know i didn't even come off super harsh like kabam you guys are you know idiots and and you know how dumb can you be all i said was was you know, you guys are still occasionally adding these super obscure characters when we've got all these people on the ballot in these summoner's choice situations that people felt should have been in the game regardless. I mean, by now, at least in 2023, I think people are expecting Beta Ray Bill. Yeah. You know, you're expecting certain people just to, you know, there's certain people that the whole community is looking at Kabam like they should have been here already. Yeah. So, but we're getting spot. Johnny on. We're, Johnny on. <laughs> yeah. We're, so, and but then, but then you get the people in the comment section like, "You're an idiot." You know, he's the main antagonist in in the new Spider Verse movie, and it's like, dude, I don't care. Yeah. Like I just, oh, homie, I yeah, I know you don't know me, but I don't care. I don't care if he's the main character. I'm going to watch that movie with my kids. It'll probably be really cool. I'm sure he'll be really interesting. But I'm talking about this game. You know, sometimes I feel like uh, I feel like Iverson, you know, when people are leaving these comments, like, you know, you talking about practice, not the yeah. game. Yeah, well, that's how I feel about this. Like, hey, you're talking about comics. You're talking about you're talking about the movie. I'm talking about the game in the game. I don't care. I don't care who spot is. And it's just like a blank symbioid skin. Like, come on, guys. Yeah, yeah. They really went max effort on that. And I, don't, <laughs> I really don't care who I offend. It's, it was, um, was it, no, it was, I think what it really reminded me of was the adaptoid. Oh, adaptoid. It, that's what I was, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I was yeah. It was le legit, looked like a blank adaptoid skin with some spots on it. And they, 
And I said something about that too. And I got, I got hosed in the comments is like, you know, three guys out there that are big spot fans that are like, they all put all this. You. Yeah. All three of them found me on that one comment and they were like, you're an idiot. Hope you die. You go get ass cancer. <laughs> they were really, don't like spot. Sorry. Well, hey, look, his his they put a lot of effort into him. He's got all these spots, and they come and go, and they change sizes. I, I don't care. I, I don't care. It's still just a blank adaptoid skin. You're not going to convince me that it's not. Yeah. The guy's covered in polka dots. Cool. Cool. We still don't have Beta Ray Bill. We don't have Vulcan. Vulcan's never even been brought up in discussion with, with Kabam once. It blows my mind. Yeah. He's the... Have... 18 new spider-man champions yeah yay but (laughs) that's true that's true but i do like that new one that that new one was tight the spider supreme i only have him as a two-star that i got through marvel insider uh, because i i think i don't even think i bothered to grind in the arena for the three and the four stars um but and i i haven't really used him i only used him like like a little bit you know but yeah. he's so he is rad. Yeah, he's a he badass. Is, dude. I've seen like um, they put him. So I usually run lane two in war, and I ran into him a couple times, and he's a nightmare. Yeah, very interesting in war when it's like high stakes, and I I don't want to fuck up and and mess up anything, and then I'm like, great, now I got him. Right. Yeah. There's a couple Mystic champions that I just I hate going against. I I don't like going against him. I still hate going against Mordo. It's so funny to me. Everyone's always talked t- talked a gang of shit on Mordo, and even before the buff, he was he's always been kind of a pain in the ass to fight. But in battlegrounds, I hate fighting Mordo. I hate when people put me up against him. You he's know, too passive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't ever get uh, I can't ever get a good run going with him. It Valkyrie Valkyrie tears his ass up. You just hit into that block. Yeah. You're going to be passive all you want, dude. I'm going to tear you up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Hulkling with that that pierce, too. Um, but, you know, then you have the class disadvantage. But Yeah. I, and I think, I think if Mordo holds block for, like, uh, half a second, he at that point, his little astral shield will block unblockables. So I'd have to test it, but I don't even know if Hulkling, if once you got your four pierces and he goes unblockable, I don't know if that would work. The pierce yeah, would still do a lot of damage, but I don't know if you'd break through his little shield. That's true. I didn't even think about that. I'll have to try it out. Who who are you using against against Hulkling? Because um, he's mainly, he can he can be a nightmare. So I've been running into him a lot. Well, a lot in BGs. Um, I guess it just d- depends there, the luck of the draw. <clears throat> but the, people are always putting him on tile 24 in war, which is like a, um, I believe it's buffet. And then when you get regen, they're unblockable the whole time. So Hulkling, you know, when you hit him, he regens that damage. So he's unblockable the entire fight. Right. Uh, and I've been using Spider-Man 2099 with a sick and tired global modifier. So yeah. like as soon as you get three debuffs on him, they're passively heal blocked. So I bring in uh, Spidey 99 and Anti-Venom. And their, their synergy, Anti-Venom lets Spidey start with the Wither debuff. Then you just hit in. Well, you he's going to be unblockable the whole time. So you just hit into his block a couple of times, stack some ruptures. And then 
hope hope that you're good at intercepting. Uh, also, I feel like Hulkling his specials are really easy to dex. So then when I have Spidey ninety nine and I'm I, I mean I'll stack up. 15 20 ruptures on him and i only will hit into block and then just let the ruptures explode and it'll take his ass out but you got to make sure he isn't indestructible so yeah man he's a dude is a nightmare yeah but yeah he's... i guess spidey spidey has been who i've mostly been using for him just because i i mainly run into him in war where i get to choose who i'm using right right you can plan your lane yeah, that's what that I mean that is the thing. You know, BGs can be so frustrating, but but it is the exciting thing about the game mode is is that you know, in a lot of ways you're you're not you're not playing the game, you're playing you're playing the other person and it's right. it's more like a it, not not as much not as much just like a player versus player sort of sense. I mean in in more of a weird psychological sense where you're you're trying to read their mind and figure yeah, out who they're going to play and yeah. yeah there's all that weird psych strategy to it where it's like well if i play this he's going to play this and and you're just basically playing based off of uh patterns of behavior that you see as yeah. you continue to play the game modes but every once in a while you get somebody that either doesn't understand character interactions and they'll just throw you something random or they're just down to throw that wild card and just be the oddball. Yeah. Um, you know, like I've thrown human torch on defense a couple times, just a, as a curveball sort of thing and had him win. But if I'm going up against Hulkling juggernauts, a good option and miles, I don't know everybody else's experience, but whenever I'm going up against, against Hulkling, my man just gets in that rotation starts throwing special after special after special after special so he might he might be going constantly unblockable but you know miles is constantly phasing yeah so it's and it's 100 miss chance when he's phased if it's an unblockable attack so yeah Boy, swing yeah away, buddy <laughs> yeah it's uh, you know and you'll you'll get chipped on a little bit but um miles is still so underrated to me I, I I still think I still think he's not really getting the attention that he probably deserved after that last buff. Yeah. It's like Doom too. You know, you you put you put your four rank four HT human torch against Doom, you're gonna do the same thing a human torch has always done to Doom. But I guarantee you that you're going to fare better probably in a shorter amount of time if you run miles against him miles just runs through doom yeah everything's unblockable his s uh, with his sp1 and all that constantly yeah yeah that's true and doom on defense just loves to throw that sp1 constantly so with miles you're just you're just basically phased the entire fight yeah yeah you made that guy in uh, our global chat djpk you made him a believer. I think it in was my, yesterday. Yeah. In Miles? <laughs> yeah, yesterday. I think it was yesterday or the day before. He pulled one and he's like, yes. And then he, he tagged you in the chat and he's like, LJ made me a believer. Oh, really? I didn't see that. I'll have yeah. to go back and look at it. That's funny. Yeah. Y yeah, man. Miles is dope. I love Miles. You got a dude in uh, Maine, uh, Neil. Neil runs Miles for everything. Every single war. He's bringing in his Miles and he tears, he tears shit up, dude. Yeah, he's uh, 
the dude's ridiculous. He's he's like he's easily one of my favorite Spider-Man characters in game. Um, you know, early on when Stealth first came out, or or when Starkey, you know, came out. Of course, you know the hype was real. Those those champs are dope. Uh, but after that buff, there's just so much that you can use you can use Miles for. I mean, he's gonna phase with any special special one or special two, which makes him pretty universally useful. But especially against those annoying, super frustrating unblockables like Hulkling or Doom or you know anybody that's giving you a really hard time with any unblockable special attack. You just toss in miles, so you'd probably be fine. Yeah. We did have uh we get we can't let detailed panic down. So he did since it's our inaugural episode of the raft, he posted a question oh, in right. the chat. Um basically who would we save from the raft and then vice versa, who would we who would we uh sentence to the raft? Right. So for the, for those of uh for those of you guys that are listening at home that don't understand, if if you're a hardcore Marvel fan or even an MCU fan, you probably get the raft rest reference for for comics Marvel. Um, but it was basically the floating penitentiary, right? The submersible penitentiary. So, as Marvel fans, we really like the idea because KB and I are kind of delinquents ourselves. We like the idea that you know you come here because this is where they send the delinquents everybody's welcome um but any guests we have you know just come hang out with the delinquents as far as the comics go that's what we're talking about that's what detail probably wants to know about is is the the people that were locked up in the comics right the mcu we've seen maybe five yeah yeah (laughs) zemo sam wilson bucky ant-man you know, those are really the only people that we saw locked up in the raft. Hawkeye. So not not that many that we've seen in the actual in the actual MCU yet. But as far as the comics go, um we had a whole list. Yeah. I'll just let me see. Basically the people that were locked up in the comics. Uh, we had Doom, Carnage, mm-hmm. Lizard, Vulture, Shocker, Scorpion, Morbius. Morbius. Yep. Uh, Norman Osborn. Yep. Juggernaut, Super Scroll, Silver Samurai, Dark Beast, Jigsaw, Romulus, Crossbones, Tombstone. There's, there's been so many, but those are some of the more notable ones, I would say. You go ahead. You let me know who who who's your first pick, bro. I'm. I think I'm gonna save Carnage. Carnage. Yeah, and it's a very personal reason because when I used to play that Spider-Man game on, I think it was 64 or maybe it was like PS1, and uh, Carnage was like the big baddie, and I fell in love with Carnage. I was like, bro, this dude is badass. And then I got into the Spider-Man comics, um, and Carnage was always like a favorite. Uh, villain, I guess. Um, so I, I would, I would save Carnage. I know he's going to come out and just wreck Carnage, uh, and that's okay. I'm bringing him out. You're not worried about him turning on you at all. No. Carnage. See the, you know, I love Carnage as, as a character. 
I I actually love him in MCOC too. I just wish he he did more. Yeah. But with Red Goblin, he's a beast. They have a synergy. He, Dude, yeah. Carnage is a monster. Yeah, that's that's true. He's ridiculous. But one on one, like if I'm in the if if I'm in the comics or I'm in the MCU, my main concern with Carnage is that the minute I let him out, I'm going to be the first person he kills. Yeah, you already know I, it. He's unpredictable. <laughs> he's like he's like uh, wild card Sonny in Philadelphia, Charlie Day, unpredictable. Yeah. You yeah. know you don't know what he's gonna do. He's gonna jump out, stab you, and shout out wild card bitches. Yeah, and then be off, be on his merry way. <laughs> yeah, and just go have a coffee. <laughs> yeah. I I gotta go with Doom. Doom's one of my favorite characters. Period. You know he's kind of our Darth Vader of of yeah. the MCU uh, or or Marvel Marvel yeah. um but but I didn't want to give just the most obvious answer either I mean that would be my first choice if I'm looking to make some sort of an ally that's going to help me you know take over the universe you know God Emperor Doom is probably is is probably the man but dude when he tore Thanos's skull and spine right out and yeah. When when they were gonna when they were gonna scrap and Thanos was talking shit and Doom was like pulled his head off and his spine came out like Sub Zero in Mortal Kombat and he was like, well, I guess that was false. It was yo. It was hands down. It was one of the greatest moments in Marvel comics. Is Bro. is Doom ripping Thanos's skull and spine straight out of his body? Yeah. Let's let's say this because Doom was obvious and and Carnage is a great choice. But let's say that you're taking five from that that super notable list of people that have been locked up on the raft. What what's your what's your five looking like? So you got um, four four more besides Carnage to put your crew together. Yeah, I mean, I definitely would have to piggyback on old Victor Von Doom, uh, right. the sorcerer of of lot lot. Latveria, Latveria. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it's pronounced differently, but hey, there's my my pronunciation. Um, probably Super Scroll. I'm a, I'm gonna bring him with me. I need two more. Um, you know, nah, I couldn't bring Norman Osborn because he's about as unpredictable as damn Carnage is. Yeah. Uh. Vulture, he seems very resourceful. I'll take Vulture with me. Uh, and then round it off. Mm, Doc Ock. I want some smart, yeah. smart, resourceful people with me. To, uh, yeah, that's the wild card carnage. Yeah, I, I, I mean, if we're just going for fun team, you know, just absolute damage, you know, I'm probably going Doom, Carnage, um, Juggernaut, Doom Carnage, Juggernaut, Jigsaw, Romulus. Nice. But if I'm putting a team together that's not going to get me killed five minutes after I let them out, <laughs> I'm probably going Doom, Morbius, uh, I'm still grabbing Juggernaut just because you you need some muscle. Yeah. Um, you know, Doom is master of the mystical arts, but he's not good in a fist fight. 
you know, he's not known for hand-to-hand combat. You need somebody that that can just wreck shop. So I'll I'll take Doom, Juggernaut, Morbius. I'll probably take Doc Ock as well. So we got some brains and brawn, and yeah. um, I'll probably take Super Scroll too. He's he's just got he's got too much going on. Yeah, he does have he, a lot going on. He's got too much to add to the team, so I'll yeah. probably take that one too. So detailed also wanted to know who are we locking up in the raft, and I'm guessing again that he meant comics. But let's start with the MCU. Okay, Oof. I'm glad you said that because <laughs> I made my when I was brainstorming his question, my answer was MCU. MCU related. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm throwing Captain America into the raft, bro. Why Cap? What bro, my, cap? Man went, my man went back in time. Bro, he invested in Google. He invested in all the early startups. He did some, some scandalous shit going back in time, knowing, the, knowing what the future holds. So I don't trust him, and he's going to the raft. Cap, that, that's America's ass, my ass. Captain America goes to the raft. Too shady, bro. I know he did some. He was up to some antics. I'm traveling. Hey, you, you, you don't talk about Cap that way. You think he's just the <laughs> captain of America? He's captain of integrity. You think he? He just went back to find his lady. You think he's really going to invest? I mean, I know you and I would go back and drop coin on Apple, Google, and anything else that makes money these days. I'd be investing in Tesla, but oh yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna. I know it's heavy. controversial, but that's heavy, bro. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so here. Cap is your number one MCU that you're throwing in the raft. Yeah, bro. All because of time travel, man. Maybe he's got some variants. You know, it deserved the mantle, but the Cap that we saw in the MCU, bro, I think he was up to some shady stuff when he went back in time. Yeah. Let me see, because I haven't actually put I haven't actually put any thought to this this MCU raft choice. I'm putting uh, I'm putting Ant Man in the raft. <laughs> yeah, this is a, this is going to be controversial, right? We lost some characters, but uh, unfortunately. You know, one of my favorite characters that we lost, we, we lost him in real life anyway. We lost uh, Chad, Chadwick. R.I.P. Chadwick. Um, and it's... But we brought back so many characters that we're probably going to end up losing anyway. And then we, we ended up, because of Endgame, we ended up losing Tony. Yeah. And I think of all the characters... And, and then we lost Cap because... Yeah. So... It's like honestly, as a fan, I, I loved Endgame. I thought it was one of you know one of the best MCU projects that they ever put out. Still, I don't know if it was worth it to sacrifice Cap ever being in the movies or Tony being in the. And I hope that they never recast either of them ever. Yeah, you can't have anyone but Robert Downey Jr. play Tony Stark. He was perfect. Yeah, I when they were talking about that multiverse of madness and maybe Tom Cruise coming out as I was just about to bring that up, bro. <laughs> uh, yo, like I like Tom Cruise movies, but 
but my man is nuttier than squirrel shit in real life. I just don't really want him to be Tony Stark. I don't want him to be a variant of Tony Stark. It's it's Robert Downey Jr. It's sacred at this point. He's the foundation of the entire MCU. Don't do that to him. Don't try to iron iron Scientologist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I I I can't do it, man. And you could say, well, Tony Stark is the one that figured it out. Bruce Banner is the one that figured it out. Yeah, but Ant-Man is the one that brought it back and put it on the table, right? I'm saying go back, put Ant-Man in before he has a chance to even help them fix, quote-unquote, fix everything. We, yo, we lost Natasha, too. Yep. And basically, we lost half of the original Avengers because Ant-Man came back and put that on the table. Yeah. In, in one movie, we lost half of the original Avengers. And we lost, like... Probably some of the best characters in the MCU all in one movie. So yeah, that's, yeah. True. that's a good point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I yo, I love Paul Rudd, but fuck him, man. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is going off on Peter Quill. Like, no, it's all your fault. He he killed the love of his life. What would you do? I would have done the same thing. But Ant Man yeah. is the real. He's the real reason that everything went to shit. Would have been epic if they did the. Uh shrink down and go up Thanos ass like the boys did how the yeah. boys made it happen bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah he went through a, went through a pee hole and sneezed just yeah but I'm you know and it's like it's like yo Endgame was great but we lost Natasha we lost Tony we lost Cap and then what did we get we got She-Hulk and Scar yes air quotes Scar this is what we got this is what we got afterwards. We got a Hawkeye special with Kate Bishop, and I thought she was whack. We 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 did get some good shows, but I mean, if you're looking as a whole objectively at Phase Four, it's like this is this is what we got for losing some of the best characters we had. And this is the trade in. Yeah. I'm not I'm not cool with the trade in so far. I'm, I'm looking forward to Phase Five. I hope we can get out of this kind of funk that we're in, but. I think so, bro. Kang is going to come in and he's going to fuck shit up. Oh, John Majors is such a great actor, too. Dude, he's in everything. Yeah. He is in everything lately, and I'm all here for it. Yeah, the same, same. If I, if I see my man in anything in a preview, I'm, I'm, it's a guarantee. I'm going to watch it. He was so good. He was so good in, um, what was that movie? The Harder They Fall? Oh my! The Western, God. dude. You made me watch that. That was such a great movie. It was so good. He was great, but I still yeah. think that like Keith Stanfield was better. Oh yeah, he, he was like the the super. That, right? Yeah, he was like the poetic right hand man. Yeah. And when he when he shot the dude when he shot that dude and he said the dude started uh, kind of whimpering and he said no no don't do that. Yeah. Don't don't do that. Die like a man. Yeah. That would that was one of the most gangster cowboy scenes right up there with Val Kilmer's Doc Holiday and Tombstone on on that part where he goes to have that shootout with Johnny Ringo. It was right up there in my opinion as like one of the greatest cowboy moments. And it was yeah. so subtle and that's what that's what made Val Kilmer so great as Doc Holiday was you know, I'm I'll be your Huckleberry. Yeah. Did you see um he, shit, it was an HBO show and I can't remember now. Uh but his name was Tick 
in the HBO show. It was it was uh, John Majors, and it it's, it's like set back in like the fifties, and it's like super everybody's super racist and everything. But um, essentially, he discovers that he's like a descendant of like some magical bloodline, and it starts getting wild. Man, I, I gotta Google this. No, I haven't. If you haven't, so okay. Let me let me figure out what this show was. If and, if uh, you if you ask me though, while you're looking that up. It, who's the one actor that you would bring to the MCU? That's that's my actor is Lakeith Stanfield. That that nice. that dude is ridiculous. It, he's he's just one of those people that's immediately captivating. The minute he comes on scene, it doesn't even really matter who else is in the scene. He's so good. He's just yeah. so damn good. And and that's I say that although if I'm talking about people that have already been in some sort of a Marvel spectrum, who are we going to bring in? John Bernthal is, you know, that's a given. Bro, I, 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 I don't, yo, the way that that man screams when he gets mad, or the way that he, nobody does intense like John Bernthal. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't have to say a word, and he just stares with a little blood on his face, and you believe it. Yeah. You believe that he's just the minute he gets free, he's gonna kill everyone in the room. That's a that's a type of intensity that we were talking about that in the line chat. And somebody was I, I was because you asked me who were the worst casting mistakes, and and I brought up Nick Cage as Ghost Rider, and we had the <laughs> we had homeboy in the chat that was like, I really like Nick Cage as an actor, and I said, yeah, I like him as an actor too, as long as he plays roles that are subtle. If he yeah. plays roles that are subtle, I'm good with it. But anytime he has to do intense, and then I posted all those pictures of him making the crazy eyes. Yeah. And that's his idea of intense. It's just he twitches and he does crazy eye. He doesn't know how to do intense. But you look at John Bernthal and Punisher, well, really anything that he's ever done, anything, and he does intense. Yeah. He does intense yeah. so well. And even, um, what was it, The Accountant? Where he plays mellow, cool, suave, intense. Yeah. But um, no, my man's ridiculous. I would like to see Jeremy Piven too. I would like Ooh. to. I would like to see Jeremy Piven in MCU in something. That guy's got so much range that he doesn't get credit for. Everyone just thinks about him as Ari from Entourage. Yeah. Or in goofy characters. What was it? PCU or something like that. But. You watch him on Smoking Aces, the part yeah. where he's he's basically his heart's giving out because the dude's done a mountain of cocaine, and he's got those tears in his eyes where he's just kind of looking as he's about to basically OD, and he knows his life's falling apart. So you've got the context from the scene, but you see all that pain in his eyes, in his face, where he knows his world is falling apart and crumbling, and all he can do is sort of fall back as the sun's coming through the window and and you see that he's just disintegrating as a human being from the inside out and it's like he doesn't say a word there's several scenes in that movie where he doesn't say a word but you feel it ryan reynolds yeah. did that in the same movie where That's he had his point. he had his breaking point people don't think ryan reynolds can play serious and that watch smoking aces ryan reynolds has that scene where he doesn't say a word and you can see him just every bit of character and integrity is out the window. 
and anything that he thought he was is gone and it's been replaced with something very cold and broken unbelievable acting but yeah, yeah that was a great movie man yeah it was it was super underrated just because it was kind of a campy you know shoot 'em up type movie yeah. but but everyone in that movie killed it common was great alicia keys was great taraji was so intense that movie was incredible uh ray liotta rest in peace yeah r.i.p jason bateman jason bateman was a goofball but he had some of the best funny lines in the movie just ridiculous but i think those were those are my three that i would bring to the to the mcu is probably lakeith stanfield jeremy piven and obviously john bernthal who who are your three that you'd bring Mm. maybe for maybe for the shock factor we get old john travolta oh off of him (laughs) uh because i think that would be a kind of like when you saw um wilson as mo uh, mobius (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. i was like damn okay loki's bringing the heat well you've Uh, got that you've got that pulp fiction so if you had john john travolta and you put him in a scene with nick fury dude money that that would be that would be fun for a lot of us old tarantino fans yeah that would be money and if Nick Fury said anything about Royale with cheese, I would lose my mind. <laughs> you know, they would have if, to. if him and Travolta, if they somehow figured out a way to go get a big Kahuna burger, I would lose it. I would they lose would it. A lot to. of people, younger MCU fans probably wouldn't even understand the reference, but I'd lose my mind. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so John Travolta. Um the hell was his name brian cranston beautiful i think brian cranston would do a great job um him him in breaking bad because i just always remembered him as um malcolm in the middle's dad yeah so him in breaking bad was he had the range i don't even care who he plays in the mcu just bring him in you do that's how i feel about the other two besides john bernthal yeah throw throw him in anything i don't care and I really, I don't know who my third would be. I'm trying to, you know, I said the John Travolta one just because it would be like a shock factor. But then, you know, talking it out, like you said, if we put him in a scene with Nick Fury, it actually makes good sense. Like, yeah, that would be epic. Um, yeah, he plays, John Travolta plays a scumbag really well. I don't know if you ever saw that movie Savages where he plays that he plays uh-huh. that super, super corrupt um you know he's like an FBI yeah he's like an FBI agent but he's super corrupt and ha- personally handles all the business with the cartels paying people off and but he's just a scumbag but he he plays that role so well I'd love to see him play something like that in the MCU Yeah Yeah I don't know who my I don't know who my third would be uh actually you know what who would be i think would be pretty funny uh um sudeikis oh yeah yeah he he's funny sudeikis and he and he could maybe he maybe put him in a scene with like with paul rudd as ant-man and um 
<laughs> and that, that that that'd probably be a a pretty epic scene. I don't know who he would be. He'd have to be somebody like silly, goofy. But yeah, I like Sudeikis. Since we're getting oh well, there all mine have matches because you could put him with um, Adam Warlock, and then we got the where the Millers reunion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see? So since we're on that topic. Did you see the preview for for Guardians yet? Yes, looks epic, bro. Yeah, it looks good. I seen with hit with uh, I think it was Star Lord and Groot back to back, and they're shooting. Yeah, and Groot has like eight guns. Just yeah, yeah, I saw that. I I just watched it this morning. I just saw it pop up. Uh, Neil, or maybe it was last night. Neil posted it on our info page for the Alliance. Yeah, and um. And I watched it. It was. What What are your thoughts on Adam Warlock? It's been a long time coming, bro. We've seen him just as like that little cocoon so long ago. Oh. Um, at first, I was skeptical when I saw that they casted uh, Will Poulter. But then, like, I started. I think I even followed him on Instagram, started getting more into him. And I, I was like, how, you know, how is this? For some reason in my mind, I just visualized him as like a small man, like a small nerdy guy. And he's actually pretty big, dude. He's like 6'2 or 6'3. He's like a big dude in real life. Well, I think most of us remember him from whatever he was on. The first thing that comes to mind is like a flat top braces or, or whatever yeah. and uh, the striped shirt. And I don't honestly at this point, I don't even remember what show or movie that was from. But I just remember that he was super nerdy. Yeah. And I, I think that that's the first thing that naturally comes to most people's minds. And so, but I, you know, I don't think Marvel really messes, messes up much when it comes to casting. Like, you know, She Hulk was a, was really just a flat out dog shit show. But Tatiana Maslani was a perfect casting. Yeah. The, ca the casting was perfect, you know? Um, so there's, and it's like Owen Wilson, you know, there's, there's another good example is like as Mobius, yeah. nobody really saw that coming. And when once the, the news started coming up, I'm sure that there was a lot of people that were super skeptical, but he was perfect. I couldn't even imagine anyone else playing that role. And if you said 10 years ago that Owen Wilson is going to be in the MCU, I would have, I would have laughed like fuck out of here. <laughs> what's yeah. he going to, what's he going to play? But I got Bill Murray come in and the new Ant Man. Yeah, I I still I'm not I'm not I'm still hazy on like what his role is supposed to be, but yeah, I guess I guess we'll see. But I you know there's as far as like MCU goes, I don't think that they screw up too much when it comes to casting. I I would say that's not been the case for just Marvel movies in the past, or. Um, or like that first Punisher movie. Um, yeah, I can never, I can never remember the dude's name, but that was just a bad casting. I mean, my man didn't, didn't look. I don't know. He just didn't even represent what the Punisher was supposed to be. Uh, Warzone was was a pretty solid casting, but I mean, Nick Cage is Ghost Rider. Um, <laughs> or to to for grace is another good example of horrible casting i don't know why they picked him to play eddie brock for for venom and spider-man 3 that was horrible yeah. 
I loved that '70s show, but Venom it has should be so far from that '70s show. It should be yeah. two separate universes, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know some of them, and and I. It's becoming well known that I can't stand Foggy from Daredevil, the TV show on Netflix. I, <laughs> it's so funny to me that uh, Samuel L. Jackson is a fan of that show, but he tweeted that they should red wedding Foggy. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. even Nick, even Nick Fury wants that dude dead. Yeah, they they rarely do miss. They're casting now. Whoever's like running the MCU. Uh, their casting directors are spot on. I, I, my, my most recent one that, that I, I still, Titania was the Jam- Jamila Jamil. Mm-hmm. I hated that casting. And the funny thing was like, I was a fan. I wouldn't say I was a fan. It's not like I followed her on Instagram or anything like that, but my chick and I watched The Good Place, which is a funny show. It's on Netflix. Um, oh, yeah. My wife watches that. Yeah, it's good. It's a good show. It's it's a little redundant because they, you know, they got the same kind of... They, they basically redo the entire show constantly. Yeah. So you're, you're basically seeing the same scenes over and over again. But um, Jamila Jamil was really great on that show. And she was supposed to be kind of a stuck-up heiress type character. I just I hated what they did with Titanic Titania's story. Um, I didn't like how she played the character. I didn't like anything about that entire role. But the reason that so many MCU fans and Marvel fans have always loved actors like Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman, Chris Evans. You know, these are Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. These are people who played characters for us and brought these characters to life that we've been looking up to since, you know, comic book days when we were little kids. But they owned them. You know, they owned them and they appreciated the fans and they loved them. Uh, Chadwick Boseman was T'Challa. You know, if you see that dude at an award show or you would see him on a red carpet event instantly you're like that's t'challa that's you know robert downey jr to this day even when he's doing a TikTok, you still see him as tony stark yep and they appreciated the fans they loved the fans you know they they were very grateful dude i, and I she, just watched uh free guy have you seen that yet yeah <laughs> yeah uh chris evans when- yeah, he pulls out Captain America's shield, and Chris Evans goes, "What the shit?" <laughs> yeah, like, yes, that yeah. was so good. Yeah, but they and those those people, and it's like Ryan Reynolds is another good one. He's he is Deadpool, Deadpool. right? Yeah. I can't imagine anyone ever playing him, and I and thank God he fought for him. But the, you know, then you've got you know Jamila Jamil on her Twitter. Somebody was talking about how the the show was terrible and yada yada yada. And her response was, well, who cares? I got to be in a Marvel something or another, and I and and guess what? Blah blah blah. I got paid. And that's how she ended it. That's and and she well, she started it by basically saying, What have you done in your life that's so great? Look at you. What do you you know, who are you? So she starts out by shitting on a fan, which on some level I get, you know, if you're gonna clap at somebody, expect them to clap back. I'm not unreasonable, right? But 
but then just to go on and on about how she doesn't she just doesn't give a shit you know, that was the tone that she put out and and, and the most important part was she got paid. that she ended it with and it's like yeah that, that this is what's wrong this is what's wrong with this direction that we're taking in phase phase four you know you got taika watiti who just doesn't seem to give a shit about marvel fans lifelong marvel fans he doesn't care about the source material at all you got jamila jamil doesn't give a shit about the source material um the writer what was her name megan megan gal from she hulk she doesn't give a shit about the source material so i think that that's a problem with a lot of you know we want uh what was her name the girl that played uh miss marvel i'm on milani yeah yeah that's what we want right like the sh the show could have been better but you gotta love the girl you you gotta yeah. love that that little girl who had, she may not have had a lot of experience acting but she was still good in her role most importantly she cared about the character she was yeah. she is a marvel fan she knows right. more lore than most of us fans that are tuning in to watch these things yeah she knows more lore than most of the mcu fans that weren't comic book fans you know she's yeah, she's true. she's tweeting things that kevin feige is is like respectfully disagreeing with her about you know like yeah. this is this is not 616 so it's like you got to love that you got to appreciate that yeah that's true it's a breath of fresh air someone enjoys their role and what what you know really i guess, i don't know if you would call it integrity but maybe i guess you could but you know approaching it you know dead serious and they want to do it right and do right by the fans and and bring that character to life you know that you've seen in comics and animated maybe but now it's like now she's a real person yeah yeah exactly gave it a heart and yeah. that's hugh jackman always did that with wolverine too Oof. if he, if hugh jackman was at an award show and some fan wanted to take a picture of him and they you know they mentioned something about wolverine he when he would go to take the picture he would do the snicket stamps yeah. you know what i mean and that's the kind of stuff it's like we want you to we want you to love that character so much that you own that character on and off the field and that's probably a lot to ask for a lot of people you know what i mean yeah but but to have that sort of pride connected with it that when you have that pride in your work uh you're going to put a lot more love and attention into it and you're going to want to make sure it comes out right if you yeah. have no connection to it then we get another jamila jamil that says things like well whatever i got paid bro you know who i really liked um not marvel even but uh john cena as peacemaker did you watch that i haven't seen the show uh Dude. we we've got like we've got like 10 different streaming things and hbo is not one of them but i've heard it's good watch the show he he's another one that i mean peacemaker already is like a goofy silly character that john cena is literally perfect for but just you know i was just thinking about when we were talking about like who really cares i guess just at the at the most simplest level who cares about the fans and the people and everything like that like john cena literally the number one make-a-wish visitor by miles like he's like yeah. double the next closest person 
he's just a great dude and is literally perfect for peacemaker i highly recommend you watch that show it is funny as shit yeah i've i've heard it was it was good at some point i may have to pick up hbo for a month just so that i can watch it just hit the free trial bro yeah well you know i did that with uh well we can't share accounts i doubt anybody from hbo is listening i'll give you my fucking account bro just watch it okay hbo if you're listening i'm just kidding yeah it was a joke nobody meant Uh, nobody meant that with (laughs) i remember with uh because i hate hulu with a passion so i i also haven't seen the modok thing but um but i'm a huge wu-tang fan you know i'm a i'm a i'm a huge hip-hop head uh, i grew up on lots of punk punk rock and underground hip-hop yeah so to me like as far as like rap supergroups, hip-hop supergroups, i you know i can't think of anything that's much bigger in my mind and heart than wu-tang so then they dropped that wu-tang show and I finally broke down and just got Hulu for like a month and just binge watched it and then just canceled it. I, my, my beef with Hulu is I don't know of any other streaming services that I've ever had where I pay the fee. I, I pay to be a subscriber and member, even, you know, YouTube premium. I pay for it so that I don't have to have ads because I can't stand watching a five minute clip and watching two ads in, in between. But I've paid for Netflix for, I don't know how many years, um, you know, Disney plus whatever yeah. you name it. Amazon. We, we Amazon prime. Yeah. And I don't have to watch ads. I yep. don't have to watch ads, but, but Hulu still can't fucking figure it out. You know, they've been around for this long and they can't figure out that if I pay for it, I don't want to pay for ads. That's not why I'm here. And I, and everyone's always like, well, you could get the premium and pay an extra six bucks. Why should I have to? I think you're miss you're looking you're looking at this through the wrong yeah. lenses. Why should yeah. I have to pay extra just to get rid of the ads that they should have gotten rid of for the the regular price in the first place? Bro, and the they put them in the worst placement too. Like yeah. at, it's like someone goes through and watches each show and they're like, what would fuck them up the most? You know? <laughs> like what's gonna yeah. just destroy the flow of the show? Oh, add right here. And then yeah. you're like, really? what's going to take me out of this entire episode at the most yeah. crucial moment yeah. yeah yeah i i i can't do it and and of course there's going to be probably people listening that are like well whoa, don't don't get hulu then don't complain about it no i'm just i'm i'm explaining why i'm not going to have hulu <laughs> like yeah. you're you're right i'm not you know don't get <laughs> don't get hulu good yeah so i that's why i don't I'm I'm explaining right now why I don't I don't fuck with Hulu. I can't I can't stand it. It's a principle thing. Yeah. If I'm paying for something like that, I don't want ads. And if you're gonna keep putting ads in and make people pay extra, fucking Yeah. If it didn't come in a bundle like with my Verizon phone plan, I get Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, ESPN, yeah. And then Hulu. I'd never have Hulu, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. My uh my chick had the same deal for a while, and then now we just do, we just do the uh, Disney Plus. But yeah. when we we've we've had Disney Plus since the beginning, because uh, I think one of the first big draws was Mandalorian. Yep, you know that's exactly why it, bro. that's why most of us got Disney Plus was for Mandalorian. Yep. But Dang. now at this point, 
you know, is Disney Plus worth it? It's it's more worth it than it's ever been. Now they brought all the Netflix shows, so you can yep. rewatch all those all in one spot. And you know, we're probably a year away from contracts expiring and renegotiating, so that we can have the few missing movies that are still not there. Right. So I think we're still missing we're still missing the Blade movies, and uh, you know, the Ghost Riders aren't aren't on there but nobody cares right um but yeah, the, i mean there's yeah. no no but yeah i mean it's ridiculous you can you can watch everything that you've always wanted to watch if you're a star wars fan marvel fan there's no reason not to have disney plus anymore yeah oh yeah arguably probably the top streaming service and especially because my my kid is two years old she lives on disney plus yeah, for sure. Yeah, my my kids have have their thing. You got to watch the kids though, bro. Your your kid, your your girl's little. Wait till they start. Mine are nine and eleven. We noticed that they that they set up a new account. Mm-hmm. Yo, I don't know what the kids were. I don't know what they were thinking because it's on our main page, right? <laughs> so kid, kids are funny, bro. Like they think they're slick, but they do things that are that are so anti-slick. They they set up another so we had my chicks mine my son my daughter and then they set up another one that they labeled kids and it had a little icon that made it look like a kid thing but it was just a regular account so that they could watch the more grown-up stuff yeah and so it we didn't pay attention to it right at first we were just like here's the kids doing stupid stuff adding an extra account just for god knows what and then my chick one day just like went into the account she was like this isn't a kid's account it's not set up as a, it's just labeled it's just labeled as a, so they got away with it for probably about a week but you got to watch them bro yeah they're when they're toddlers it's like having a little it's like being the designated driver for your drunk you're drunk you're just somebody who's just wobbling around running yep. into stuff spilling their juice you shitting themselves yep. peeing all peeing in random places it's like that it's like taking care of a drunk and then you 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 get a little bit older and all of a sudden you've got this this kid that you love so much and now like they're this little sneaky bastard con artist that's always trying to hustle you out of out of everything hey dad can can i get five bucks for my game oh yeah i've never had in and out before yeah you have liar (laughs) (laughs) oh we've never had to make milkshakes and they do this real passive stuff yeah yeah, I've noticed that even already, like at two years old, she tries to start, like she pushes boundaries, like tests. And she's like, yeah. well, you know, like, can I get away with this? And like, for some reason, I don't know why, dude, but lately she likes to be mean to the dog. She'll kick yeah. it. And I'm like, did you just kick the dog? And she's like, no, his name's Scrappy. She's like, Scrappy kicked me. I'm like, I watched you kick the dog. Scrappy didn't kick you. We ain't going to start that shit. You're two years old. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blaming the dog already. Yep. Already, bro. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately for my daughter, I had a little sister growing up. And so and my, my little sister used to do this thing where she would, she would, I, I don't remember exactly how she would set me up, but, but she would say, she would, we'd be joking around and she would she would it was like she could hear my dad coming up the stairs because my 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 pops is a big dude 
you know, we're talking like six foot two, 300 pounds. So you could hear him and he's heavy footed, bro. Like you could hear him walking around the kitchen when you were upstairs in your bedroom. And so I think she could hear him coming up the stairs, but we'd just be joking around and stuff. And she would grab my hands and put them on her throat. And then as soon as my dad would walk past the doorway, she'd, she'd start going, he's choking me. Like if she was irritated with me, she would get in arguments with me once in a while. But every once in a while, she would remember something she was irritated with earlier on in that day. And then like later on the day when my dumbass would forget about it, she would set me up. So my dad had come in, my dad had come in and wrecked shop because I'm the four year older brother who's, who's like strangling his sister. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just totally set me yeah. up. Like she was straight booby trap me. So it's my daughter's she's screwed man because i'm i'm the dad that had the sister that tried to set him up all the time and try to constantly get him in trouble and so i can hear her through the door and she'll she'll be doing some stuff and then when i go to yell at the kids she's like well he and i'm like no 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 we're not doing that at all yeah we're not doing that my sister used to set me up the same way you know because i know what you're doing little girl and i don't like it so anyway yeah i'm gonna have to run here soon brother actually speaking of my daughter i hear her singing let it go uh she was napping while we've been shooting the show and she is found her theatrical voice so she's singing frozen in there right now which is good it's better than her squealing because literally anybody watching the show would be able to hear her if she was in a bad mood yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah my my kids are probably getting restless um well, so for anybody listening at home, we appreciate you guys coming in and listening on the on the first one. And as we go along and we we sort of find our bearings, um, you know, we're going to get more structured and we'll start having some some guest interviews going. Um, today, this was basically just a test run. So I appreciate if you guys sat through and listened to our barely post coffee rambling today Uh, i hope you guys got something fun out of it uh you know we're not we're not looking to change the world necessarily but we are looking to change your week maybe yeah um yeah but um stick around with us and and we're we're gonna try and make it entertaining make it funny and uh as we go along we'll have some structure and some some format going Maybe yeah. even a, maybe even a little intro jingle at some point. Yeah, I actually wrote that down as notes while we were shooting this. <laughs> that we need to have a have an intro, and um, also shameless plug: you guys need to go follow us on Instagram at the Raft Podcast. We'll have the YouTube channel up soon too, so you know, show us some love there. Tune in. We we also take in questions like in this episode. You know, we had a guy from from our alliance, Detailed Panic, wanted us to talk about you know who we'd save and who we'd send to the Raft. Uh, which is, I think that's really cool, interactive type stuff, you know? So if you guys yeah. are listening, you're a fan, please chime in. Let us know what you want to hear. Yeah. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we, uh, KB and I can can make a living talking. You know, it's one thing that we can both do is fill time. But we're always interested in what you guys want to know, what you guys want to talk about. So, Sometimes we're going to have guests and sometimes we're probably going to shoot the shit. Um, but, you know, whether it's uh, MCOC, Marvel, MCU, DC, DCEU, 
MMA. You know, if you guys got stuff that you want to talk about, uh, the only thing is we're probably not going to get, we're probably not going to get, get suckered into some super political stuff where we're, we're talking about issues on the left or the right. Um, it's just not a direction that we want to go. Hurt feelings happen way too easy when we start talking politics and, and we don't need that. Yeah. So we're we're going to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. We're here to have a good time. So I appreciate you guys all for tuning in, listen. And uh, if you're hearing this on YouTube, um, you know, I'm going to do the obligatory like and subscribe at this point. You know, the only way that this is going to catch on and we're going to be able to keep doing this and justify this with our wives and girlfriends is if we start getting some followers and subscribers and likes. So if you want to hear more of this and and um, you're willing to sit through more of our adventures go ahead and like <laughs> like and subscribe and show a little support and we can keep this going so yeah we appreciate you guys thanks for tuning in uh, we'll see you next time all right thanks